Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Quantum computing is real, but it's also hard. So hard that only a few developers, usually trained in quantum physics advanced mathematics, or most likely both, can actually work with the few quantum computers that exist. Now, D-Wave, the Canadian company behind the quantum computer that Google and NASA have been testing since 2013, wants to make quantum computing a bit easier through the power of open-source software. Traditional computers store information in bits, which can represent either a 1 or a 0. Quantum computing takes advantage of quantum particles in a strange state called superposition, meaning that the particle is spinning in two directions at once. Researchers have learned to take advantage of these particles to create what they call qubits, which can represent both a 1 and a 0 at the same time. By stringing qubits together, companies like D-Wave hope to create computers that are exponentially faster than today's machines. IBM demonstrated a working quantum computer in 2000 and continues to improve on its technology. Google is working on its own quantum computer and also teamed up with NASA to test D-Wave's system in 2013. Lockheed Martin and the Los Alamos National Laboratory are also working with D-Wave machines. But today's quantum computers still aren't practical for most real-world applications. Qubits are fragile and can be easily knocked out of the superposition state. Meanwhile, quantum computers are extremely difficult to program today because they require highly specialized knowledge. D-Wave is driving the hardware forward, says D-Wave International President Bo Uld. But we need more smart people thinking about applications and another set thinking about software tools. That's where the company's new software tool, Cubesolve, comes in. Cubesolve is designed to help developers program D-Wave machines without needing a background in quantum physics. A few of D-Wave's partners are already using the tool, but today the company released Cubesolve as open source, meaning anyone will be able to freely share and modify the software. Not everyone in the computer science community realizes the potential impact of quantum computing, says Fred Glover, a mathematician at the University of Colorado, Boulder, who has been working with Cubesolve. Cubesolve offers a tool that can make this impact graphically visible by getting researchers and practitioners involved in charting the future directions of quantum computing developments. 
Cubesolve joins a small but growing pool of tools for would-be quantum computer programmers. Last year, Scott Packen of Los Alamos National Laboratory and one of Cubesolve's first users released another free tool called Cumasm, which also eases the burden of writing code for D-Wave machines by freeing developers from having to worry about addressing the underlying hardware. The goal, Yuld says, is to kickstart a quantum computing software tools ecosystem and foster a community of developers working on quantum computing problems. In recent years, open-source software has been the best way to build communities of both independent developers and big corporate contributors. Of course, to actually run the software you create with these tools, you'll need access to one of the very few existing D-Wave machines. In the meantime, you can download a D-Wave simulator that will let you test the software on your computer. Obviously, this won't be the same as running it on a piece of hardware that uses real quantum particles, but it's a start. The Beautiful Relationship Between Physics and Jazz Last year, IBM launched a cloud-based service that enables people to run their own programs on the company's quantum computer. But at least for the moment, Cubesolve and Cumasma will only be useful for creating applications for D-Wave's hardware. D-Wave's machines take a radically different approach to computing than traditional computers, or even other quantum computing prototypes. While most computers, ranging from your smartphone to IBM's quantum computer, are general-purpose, meaning they can be programmed to solve all sorts of problems, D-Wave's machines are designed for a single purpose, solving optimization problems. The classic example is known as the traveling salesman problem, calculating the shortest route that passes through a list of specific locations. In the early days, critics wondered whether D-Wave's expensive machines were even quantum computers at all, but most researchers now seem to agree that the machines do exhibit quantum behavior. There are very few doubts left that there are indeed quantum effects at work and that they play a meaningful computational role, University of Southern California researcher Daniel Lidar told us in 2015 after Google and NASA released a research paper detailing some of their work with the D-Wave. The big question now is whether D-Waves are actually any faster than traditional computers and if its unique approach is better than that taken by IBM and other researchers. Pakin says his team are believers in D-Wave's potential even though they admit its systems might not yet offer performance improvements except in very narrow cases. He also explains that D-Wave's computers don't necessarily provide the most efficient answers to an optimization problem, or even a correct one. Instead, the idea is to provide solutions that are probably good, if not perfect solutions, and to do it very quickly. That narrows the D-Wave machine's usefulness to optimization problems that need to be solved fast and don't need to be perfect. That could include many artificial intelligence applications. Ideally, however, the hardware and software will improve to the point that other types of computing problems can be translated into optimization problems. And Cubesolve and Cumasma are steps towards building exactly that. But to get there, they'll need more than just open-source software. They'll need an open-source community. This article posted by Clint Finley. Hi, I'm Sarah from the Spoken Edition team. Happy Friday. We want to know more about you, what you listen to, when, and what you like or don't like about the Spoken Edition. We'd love to hear from you. Send your feedback to sarah at spokenedition.com. Thanks. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.